This is getting out of hand. Now there are two of them. Where's your innovation, huh? Sequels suck. Do the same thing. Everyone's happy. It's all about money, boys! Here we go again. Hey guys, and welcome to another mini-sode of Franchise Fatigue. This is a show where we explore film series one movie at a time. I am your host, Gabe Green, and I am here with my host, James Hamrick. What's up, dude? Nothing much. It's been forever since we last recorded, and not just a minute ago. Well, it was literally forever before that minute, so... Exactly. We're making up for lost time. Absolutely. So in this mini-sode, we'll be talking about uh, the third and final short of season two of BMW's The Higher Series, Beat the Devil. Uh, this one from Tony Scott. I I hated that they had these in season. Or that they labeled them as seasons because I didn't know the order. I didn't know how many episodes were in each season, and so I'd be like, "Am I on uh, season one of or episode one of season two, or is there a fourth of season one?" Or I guess have I could have. You heard of a cool thing called Google? Well, I was in a rush. Wikipedia. I didn't. Well, no, I didn't. <laughs> no, I did have my phone with me. Listen, I wasn't thinking. The point is. <laughs> I was like, and I couldn't find a playlist that had them all. And so. <laughs> all right. Um, I, where was I? I completely lost track. Sorry, I'll whine less. <laughs> uh, before we talk about that, I'll ask you guys, if you enjoy the show, please take a moment to head over to iTunes, uh, subscribe, and leave us a five-star rating and review. It would be very helpful, and we would very much appreciate it. So, move, and So moving back into Beat the Devil, this was directed by Tony Scott. So David Fincher uh, is credited with the original concept, and there are three credited writers. There's David Carter, uh, the writer of Chosen, Powder Kick, and Hostage. Uh, there's Greg Hahn, who, who co-wrote Hostage. And uh, Vi Vincent Goh, who had previously written an episode of the show The Hunger, which uh, Tony Scott had worked on. He later goes on to write like uh, Hancock, that Will Smith film. In addition to starring Clive Owen, it stars James Brown as himself, which is kind of wild. Uh, Gary Oldman plays the devil, which is even more wild. Uh, Danny, Tre- Danny Trejo plays the devil's manservant, Bob. And uh, Marilyn Manson makes a cameo as himself. It was shot by Paul Cameron, um, who would go on to shoot Man on Fire and Deja Vu with Scott. And the music was provided by Scott's go-to composer, Harry Gregson Williams. And it was released on the BMW website on November 21st, 2002. This is very Tony Scott. Like, how familiar are you with his his movies, James? I think I've seen Deja Vu, and that's it. Okay, so, so what was it like coming into this? I, I'm, af- I'm afraid I'm going to disappoint you. I think this is my powder cake. Uh, yeah, I, 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 can, I can see how it would be that for, for the uninitiated. Like, uh, Tony Scott's had such an interesting career. Like, he started off in the, the big, bombastic 80s blockbusters, and he... And then in in the uh, the two thousand like two thousand two thousand ten, he got really experimental with pretty much this visual style where it's just this constant motion and the weird editing, and the freeze frames, and the crazy color grading. And uh, he actually said like when I watched some of the special features for the higher series, and he said I want to put the audience on crystal meth frame, <laughs> and I think he was pretty successful. It does like is you're watching like is this what drugs feel like? <laughs> It's nuts. Yeah. I, and the thing is, I thought the whole time, I'm like, if this were like a five minute section of a feature length film where the character was on drugs and like <laughs> thought they met the devil, like, I'd be like, this is perfect. But this is the entirety of this thing. That's more, it's, it's 10 minutes. So it's, it's already longer than I want to look at the way this moves and is. And yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, you know, if they wanted to, if, if they, 
honestly, if they would have just like showed them shooting up or something before, and I'm like, okay, I at least get why this is the way it is. Or maybe even just while they're in the devil's weird little apartment room. But like the whole thing was this. I'm like, I just, this is incomprehensible. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> The whole the whole thing is just so bizarre and wild. Like James Brown has hired the driver to take him to talk to the devil to renegotiate his contract about eternal youth. It's like it's just crazy. Um, yeah, so I I actually don't love this style when it's in feature films like uh, Man on Fire. I think it is like this. Domino is like this. Um, I. I don't like it in feature film format. Like it, it does get tiresome after a while. I think here, being knowing what what to expect, I kind I kind of enjoyed it. it was just for what it was. I I definitely understand how it could have been off putting. Um, and Clive Owen gets to have some fun again. He's been pretty serious for a while. It's like, you know, man, you don't have a clue what I'm talking about. Afraid not. <laughs> Good. <laughs> the thing is, like. I really like how much fun James Brown is having. Uh, and I, I really, really love uh, Gary Oldman in this. The whole time... Stick your face in the hole! Your face in the hole! The whole time, I'm just like, pull the camera back, stop cutting. I like these actors. I like what they're doing. I just want to see what they're doing. I want to hear what they're doing. I want to... I, this is... It's. I'm, I just want to push Tony Scott out of the way and sit on the set and at least... Listen to the recorded lines. What he's going for is just get the feeling to you know get the feeling of what's happening. Not even he doesn't even have to show. You don't have to see everything that happens, but just the entire experience. It's uh, it's all very incredibly pretentious and artsy, whatever. But <laughs> it's fun. It's like Gary Gary Oldman. That's just the thing. A, I, I a Cockney Devil in a wig and eyeliner. Uh, like his his intro where he comes out the door in his wheelchair with his legs propped up like that that should be iconic. It's crazy. Yeah, I guess I don't know, dude. You scared me, and I'm the Prince of Darkness. <laughs> oh, so the I will say that the the Manson joke was kind of cringe to me. I don't know. Like, <laughs> uh, have you heard that guy's stuff? Like, mm. oh, that one. I, yeah. I, I I did find it funny the way he just like he looked at the camera and just freaked. Like, yeah, freaked out. that one. I thought that was funny, and I thought I was gonna stop there. But to me, the whole like. Oh, and people blah, blah, blah. Or like whatever the last line he says about him. I'm like, oh, no, you, you just spoke the joke. Like it was the, the look was funnier. Did, did Danny Trejo, I, I believe at one point he strips down, like does a strip tease or something. Perhaps. <laughs> it's crazy. I was like, wait, what did I, did I blink uh, at the then, wrong time? Or? And then it's just like, we just kind of without ceremony go into the race and he like he uses a shotgun to set it off. I like I that think, he's got the hole cut in the roof to fit the shotgun out of. Uh, um, like, I, have you you've seen the Fast and the Furious, right? The first one. Yeah. You know how when they go into the races, like this, the the you know the quarter mile race, it gets all weird and so. Oh, yeah. like, I feel like this is what Rob Cohen was going for. I don't like. It's, I think it's not nearly as good as when Tony Scott himself does it. I think neither are good. And then, and then for some reason, uh, the Gary Oldman goes bald, and then he has. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that Just, was that was really good. Yeah, so it's it's nuts. And then in the end, uh, you drive off, and, and the driver sees in the rearview mirror that uh, he's young again. He does his spin and the split. It's, I mean. Just it's it's it, honestly the whole concept of you know casting James Brown as himself, and you know he got his skills you know about youth with the deal. 
um, you know, from a deal with the devil. Have you seen, um, uh, Oh brother, where art thou? Yeah. Okay. And so is, I, I'm not at all. I knew nothing about James Brown aside from just a little bit of cultural osmosis. Is this like even like kind of a popular legend about him? Not that, not that I know of. Okay. That's why it felt like whenever it was just James Brown, I was like, well, that, this feels random. But, but, but then you, yeah. you have like a, uh, you know, a brother or other, but they, you know, have, you know, you know, a, a black folk singer sold his soul to the devil on the cross at a crossroads to sing better. It's like, is this, is this something in pop culture that I completely <laughs> missed? I don't know. Uh, but it was interesting. Yeah. Uh, so I had fun with this. <laughs> what did you think of it, James? Where's the rank? Uh, it's, it's at the bottom for me. <laughs> I, okay. I, the thing is, I, I, I like weird kind of outlandish style. I like when they're like, hey, let's just do something absolutely crazy. That's what everyone says until they watch Tony Scott. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm just not going to be a fan. Because, I mean, really, my, my thoughts are just, I, I like the conceptually. I like it all. I like the cast. I like the performances the whole time. It just felt like I was having to fight the direction to enjoy mm-hmm. the performances is, is how I felt. And not all of his films are like this. Like he's got, he's got a lot of normal films as well. He's a really good director. Crimson Tide. Amazing. Best submarine movie ever. Um, so yeah, my, I gave it three and a half out of five stars. It's just bonkers. And I, I enjoyed it. Uh, so my ranking is, Number one, Chosen. Number two, Hostage. Number three, Ticker. Four, Beat the Devil. Five, Follow. Five, The Follow. Six, Ambush. Seven, Star. And eight, Potter Keg. All right. Um, so that was our review of Beat the Devil. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, again, I'd like to ask you guys to please uh, head over to iTunes and leave us a rating and review. If you want to like us on Facebook, we're there as Franchise Fatigue Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram as at FranchisePod. And you can find all our other episodes at FranchiseFatiguePodcast.com. And our next mini-sode is going to be on... The one and only short in season, uh, from season three of The Higher, The Escape, uh, Neil Blomkamp's entry, and we will see you there. <laughs>